0: drop in. I'm Tanya.
1: And I'm Agatha. And today we're talking about boundaries. So let's drop in. Hi. Hey, we're back. <laughs> um, yeah, boundaries today. And it's our last episode of the season as mm. well. <laughs> Closing out season one yeah. with a little bit of insight, a little bit of
0: investigation into our boundaries. And how they make us feel and why we have them and how they take care of us and how they can get a bit rigid and need a bit of reviewing at times and how sometimes we can feel guilty about them and sometimes we can hold beliefs around them and, yeah, all these sorts of things.
1: Yeah, yeah. there was a – I guess this topic kind of came and dropped in for me um, just in my own personal life kind of setting some new boundaries around new people or old people um, and also analysing how the ones that I had already set up were kind of hindering me rather than supporting me Um, and I really love the quote from Prentice Hemphill which says boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously And so I think like the key word for me in all of that is love
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, and how boundaries are really like this reflection of love for yourself, but also for the other person.
0: Yeah. It's a respect almost. Yeah. The love, the respect is part of the love there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think sometimes we forget that when we're setting the boundaries um, or when we're implementing them because these feelings of guilt can kind of come up or... FOMO or um yeah lots of other little things that we were kind of talking about off off the mic um earlier um but ultimately it is this kind of self-love and also love for this other person structure in your life whatever the boundary might be um and noticing how these little things are an act of self-love for yourself yeah um and I love what you were saying before around like boundaries also being this kind of demonstration to yourself of how well you know yourself. Yeah.
0: This level of self-awareness that you've yeah. cultivated or not cultivated and yeah. we're, we're ever, forever learning about ourselves. But yeah, I think it's a knowing ourselves and then owning our power. Once we're aware that we need something, can we respect ourselves and love ourselves enough and claim like use our personal power to implement a way to to bring that forth and to take care of ourselves and um instead of giving our power away all the time i feel like yes. if we don't put our boundaries in place we're giving away our power that is really ours to have to hold yeah. and um can we just take what we need can yeah. we know what we need can we be aware of what we need? And then can we take what we need? Yeah. Um, because ultimately that allows us to show up for ourselves and take care of ourselves and also show up for others and take care of others in the way that we, that feels most aligned for us. For sure. Yeah.
1: And I think for me, like personally, um, receiving has been like a really difficult act for me for a really long time, mm-hmm. whereas giving it comes really naturally to me. Um, and showing up for people and showing up for others but showing up for myself um, was not always an easy thing and I'm sure many of you can relate to that Um, so over the last you know however many years that I've been kind of going inwards and receiving my own self-love I think the boundaries that I've needed to create have appeared and spoken out yeah um but something else i was saying is that you know boundaries can become quite rigid as well and so noticing when maybe they become a little bit stagnant a little bit outdated in who you are becoming as well yeah and they're
0: almost suppressing you more than supporting
1: you Yeah. yeah and so yeah for me that quote that I mentioned at the beginning is so powerful because it's kind of this guide of like is this showing myself the love that I deserve and sometimes we kind of overstep the line and we don't give ourselves that respect because we might, yeah, we give it away. We give that power away to others. And it's something that I still struggle with around like the receiving of stuff yeah. versus like the giving. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just an interesting thing to notice about myself and I'm sure there are others that feel this kind of, dance of giving receiving and like that needing to show up for others rather than themselves yeah yeah
0: and I do think as well like the more we yeah do take time to know ourselves and sit with ourselves and become more intimate with ourselves and our inner workings of our Mm. mind and our psychology and our body and our systems and our beliefs and our values the more our the I think the better we become at setting boundaries yeah yes I think they come hand in hand um once we know something we can't unknow it Mm. and so I feel like it's like if we know something about ourselves and we're not taking action it's just like handing that power away disrespecting ourselves and like ignoring it's almost like shutting it into a closet in ourselves and ignoring this thing that we are know we need but we're too afraid yes to to have or to claim because we are worried about what someone else is going to think or a judgment or a guilt or a fear of missing out or how will we we, how will we be perceived and I think that's where often the stories can come from
1: yeah and I think um As you were saying that, like, the thing that kind of popped in for me was just how sometimes these emotions that come up once you've set that boundary, like guilt, fear, etc., what the practice of inner workings and meditation and yoga and whatever it is that helps you get through the day um, supports me personally in is just noticing that it is guilt and fear that's coming up yeah. rather than like oh that boundary doesn't serve me it's just like that story that i've created for myself that um or that, um, that thought that yeah place yeah or that expectation as well mm. that i've put on myself yeah that's um nice. so I can be in the discomfort of that expectation not being met sometimes. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, you know, it serves your higher good yes. and
0: the whoever, wherever the boundary is connected yes. to that higher good as well. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, it's just an interesting thing for me to note that, you know, practice and yeah, mostly meditation and yoga and tarot for me mm. personally. Um, other ways that I am able to sit with those uncomfortable expectations fears guilt that come up sometimes when I set a boundary um not always sometimes it feels like yes I've done like the right thing I've like Mm. stuck it to the man (laughs) um and then other times it's like it feels soft and vulnerable and a little bit icky Yeah,
0: yeah and I find in those moments sometimes it can be hard to savor or enjoy or move on to the present moment of the the situation that you've created the boundary around and instead be caught up yes. in the in the discomfort or the emotion or the thought or the story that's on loop. And that can be really tricky. I get that happens to me sometimes depending on the situation where I can be like, okay, this is the boundary I'm creating so I can have this and I act it out and put yeah. it in place and then have the moment that I needed for me, or whatever, but then carry these stories looping around that then don't allow me to actually enjoy or be in that the boundary. Thing, that is that the be in the boundary because then my mind is just busy and totally. like yeah, controlling the mind takes a lot of like managing the thoughts takes a lot of work and a lot of time, and I definitely haven't mastered right. that yet. <laughs> and yeah, it can be um, interesting to notice. I was listening to something the other day about thought work and thoughts and how to notice how we create these thoughts in ourselves and they're constantly looping around and around and around and it's like well actually is that thought that is just on replay in the background all the time actually even helping me you know is is that a can I change that thought to loop a bit differently yeah
1: yeah and I definitely can relate to that about setting the boundary and then like not actually enjoying the fact that I've created this space yeah. or whatever it is for myself because I'm stuck in that thought mm. or
0: loop but I do think as well we do it's maybe part of the process because there Definitely. are things that I've gotten past that yeah and so that was just part of the the journey or the process yeah. of getting comfortable I with think that it boundary also just
1: shows that we're human and we have like yeah affection for the things that we're creating like it is a sensation of love I bring that back because Mm. it's like oh I love that person or thing um and I wish I could give more but I know that I need to step away Mm. or um you know that's an example that comes to mind for me in this moment um I think it's also hard to continue to set boundaries when um sometimes you've Share them with a person and then they continue to overstep mm. and so this can also bring up the the feelings of guilt and fear of like oh am I just like being a bit mm. shitty or not showing up in the right way or am I expecting too much or am I not giving enough like mm. these are things that I battle with sometimes yeah. when um others don't meet you in the middle of your boundary yeah that you've clearly communicated
0: (laughs) yeah and sometimes we might feel we want to explain ourselves and if that feels fine great but like we don't want to be over explaining ourselves constantly and sometimes you don't need to explain yourself and it doesn't it's not appropriate and like we don't have to explain our decisions and our behaviors but in some situations it is a nice thing to do depending on who the person is but um there was something i was gonna say there what was it Mm, i didn't write it down um, I've lost it. The thought is gone, but that's okay. I was um, let's tangent yeah. talking about how as well an example of boundaries I've created are around rest, and also um, how many of my boundaries in life are unspoken. Mm. They just I just do them, and it's this sense of this is what I was going to say of embodying and just being clear in my energy. And like arriving clear in my energy and you know it doesn't need to be spoken but just communicated and sometimes that is enough like there is no explanation or actual yeah, I love explicit that. statement required it's yeah. and I think if we are good in our energy and owning it it's received very well whereas if we're a little bit shaky on it and not kind of steady in it and feeling mm. a little bit scattered like eh, wobbly with it it's not going to be received you know it's it's our energy the way our energy is i
1: kind of get this image of like it's almost like this integration time sometimes and um once we've kind of spoken our boundary and then we kind of almost need to step into the belief and the embodiment of that yeah um and i think that in between moment is where these like fears and guilts and things might come up and the only for me the solution is just like staying strong in your boundary but also then like working through like those thoughts a little bit more in your own time in your own way yeah um and then showing up as you said in that embodiment of like okay this is who i am now in this Mm. situation um because xyz i know that it's gonna
0: yeah and i think as well giving people space and time compassionately to adapt yes. if it's a change if it's a change that's going to impact them they're going to need a beat to adapt and if yeah. they're loving mm-hmm. of you and committed to being in your yeah. life in whatever way whatever way of your life it's we're related to here like they they will take a beat but then they will be there like they will adapt and they're yeah. like oh yeah i love this person or i value this person's input or work or, or yeah. whatever Okay, cool. I'm back. Okay. I just needed a second. Yeah. And so I think we do need to, sometimes if we're initiating something or creating a boundary that does impact or create a change for others in the way they re- engage with us or relate to us or spend time with us mm. or work with us, we do need to be like this. They're going to need some time to transition and adapt here yeah. as well. And if they can't, well, obviously there's something further to look at here, yes. but if they can, okay, great. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really good point around... There's kind of like that integration time between mm. setting a boundary and then like living the boundary. Yeah, um, Yeah. and there's like a bit of a, a middle point and time where it kind of needs to process and integrate and, yeah. I haven't... Figure it yeah.
0: out. <laughs> I haven't like... So back to rest and yeah. boundaries, that's a really good example of that integration time of like yeah, yeah. when I've um, lived with different housemates or then lived with my partner, just getting used to that kind of, okay, I'm going to go rest for half an hour or 20 minutes or mm. meditate for X yeah. amount of time. or going to go do an online yoga class for X amount of time. Um, like educating, almost educating the person that this is what I need from you. And then yes. this is what I expect from you. And can you offer me that? And it takes a little bit of time to learn that, but to the point now that after there was that integration time between my partner and I, when we very first started living together, he now knows, Oh, she's, we're going to close the doors. I'm going to be quiet. I'm not going to blast music or, you know, have a yeah. loud phone call or listen to the TV blasting high because she's in there and she's asked for a meditation or rest time or yoga time. And so the environment needs to be a little bit quieter and calmer and don't go in and, ask her a question halfway yeah. through or don't knock on the door and disturb maybe she wants to have a nap after and ends up being in there for two hours because she wants to have a little nap if I go have to go in there and get a shirt like creep in yeah don't say anything come out if it's been longer than she anticipated and I know from experience
1: yeah. in my own kind of setting mm. that boundary around rest and meditation that it definitely took a little bit of like um learning from both of them definitely
0: from both parties yeah Yeah,
1: um just being like oh that actually bothered me when you did that thing Mm. or um you know but then having to communicate it back in a way that is like you know sometimes not as nice but you know just like just say hey like when I'm in the room can you like not open the door or if you have to like can you do it in such a way that doesn't disturb me or whatever it is yes so it is um that kind of that relearning together Mm. with whoever the boundary is being set with
0: and I think as well in a in a rest practice that that those boundaries are incredibly important to you being able to have the experience that is available in that practice and if we don't create those conditions, um, we can call them conditions, but they ultimately are a powerful boundary that you claim for yourself because mm. you do deserve it. Like you then don't get to access the magic. Your body doesn't get to have the nervous system reset. You, yeah. you know, it's like knock on effect. And then also I think, yeah, it's just super empowering to, and also beautiful to have that can set that, just ability to be like cool I'm gonna go do this and then for someone else to understand what that means and then for also me to understand okay that's what he needs when I go and do this so we have a conversation of which room do you need to be in do you need to get anything do you need to before we set before we kind of settle into our own separate parts of the house and to the point where when I go away and travel, I, I do it, you know, and I just, it's the same communication, but just because it's a different environment doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It's like, yeah. no, we've already, like, this is what I'm going to do. We have our, our little dance. We know, yeah. we know what, what to expect from each other. Yeah, and, um,
1: yeah. I'm very similar with like my husband, like when we go away, I'll usually do a rest as well. And you know sometimes that means me having to put headphones in or him having to put headphones in or whatever the thing is and so yeah it's not always like me receiving like the most lush experience when I'm away but it is like still my experience and yeah. I know that I can create it for myself and so there is that kind of give and take a little bit in that situation I really like what you said around like the conditions Mm. for rest as well and how that could also be applied in any boundary really Mm. because your boundary is like your condition Mm. that you are setting in an environment Um, whether it be work relationships um, just like these little nuanced moments it's like you understand that person a little bit more because Mm -hmm. you understand the needs that they have as well or um yeah it's just these like uh, it is kind of this understanding and these conditions but also like communicating that they might change over time
0: and i think there's nothing more attractive than someone knowing what they need and claiming it for themselves and taking care of themselves like People taking care of themselves is a beautiful and attractive thing to witness and appealing. And um, like you want to be around it because like, oh, you can do that. Oh, yes. I love that you're doing that for you. Oh, I could do that for me. But also good on you for like doing what you need and owning what you need and claiming what you need. Yeah, I just find it a very... um, Great quality to see in a person, yeah. any person. Yeah,
1: I think I've always been like personally quite good at saying no to things, but then not communicating the thing that I need. Mm. Um. So that's, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'll always be like, no. I don't want to do that, but then I won't say, but I do want to, yeah, I want this instead. Yeah. And so it's maybe something for anyone out there who feels or resonates with that, just like understanding what, or getting familiar with what you need. Mm. And I think that is part of the self exploration part. Yeah. Um, And yeah, as you all know, rest and all these kind of subtle practices have really allowed me to understand what that is. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: Um, other areas that I have like exercised boundaries are like when I go on vacation and, you know, knowing what I need. And it's like, I just recently went to a friend's wedding and it was away and we'd all booked accommodation and just knowing, you know what, I'm going to book separate accommodation because it's a big three days of social full on long days. And I'm going to want my time that I have in the home to be just me and just my partner and just relaxed and chill and no social time, as opposed to staying with a big group of people, which would just be further draining for me. And I just know that about myself. It's like, okay, I've learned this is something I need. This is how I manage my energy. Okay, how do I implement that in all of life? Okay, when I go away, sometimes I wanna go on a group holiday, but for in this situation where it was a big event, like boom, 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 I was like, I just need my home to be quiet time and it was so much better for me because of it yeah
1: absolutely And I think yeah boundaries exist in like everything Mm. really like it's all this kind of it's really being in relationship with others but also with yourself and I think that's kind of like what keeps repeating itself it's like are we in relationship with ourselves enough to understand what we need? Yeah. Um, and I think for me personally, for the longest time, I don't think I was, I think I was just like in a state of relationship with others of wanting to, um, curate their experiences. Mm. Um, and that's why I kind of touched on this like giving slash receiving part at the beginning. um, Whereas now I'm more willing to receive. I think there's still some work to be done there. But, um, yeah, there's just like a, an understanding that I'm worthy of receiving as well. Yeah, um, yeah and that's just my, that's my baggage, my work, my, my shadow. Um, but, yeah, I think it's an important part of being able to set boundaries.
0: I think as well the giving piece... I think if we are over giving and not, as you're saying, learning the haven't learned the receiving part or mm. mastered it. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> we're never mastered it, but you know,
1: yeah.
0: um, are we trying to fulfill a certain identity image of an oh, identity, definitely. you know? And I think it comes from, it's like, Oh, I've put labeled my, this identity on myself and I'm trying to fulfill it. And me fulfilling, it means give, 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 Absolutely. no receive. And yeah. we put these identities and labels on ourselves in multiple settings, but like, I find family situations yeah. to always be the <laughs> trickiest ones with, um, navigating the guilt that comes after setting a boundary. I find them to be the trickiest yeah. and I'm working on it, but like the guilt comes up hardest and fear like thickest when I honor a self boundary and implement it with family situations. It's interesting because like, relative like, and family situations do we love
1: them. Like, I I come back to the love piece because it's, like, maybe it's, like, hardest to set these boundaries with the people that we love so fiercely, you Mm. know, and that love us fiercely as well. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, there's this kind of expectation, at least in my family, of just, like, we give our love freely. Mm. And, you know, when you come in and say... um, I can't show up for you for this thing today or in this way it cuts off the the bloodline you know the the supply of love in a way um and that can feel hard for mm. not it feels hard on both parties and I can definitely relate to that yeah. um about how yeah setting the boundaries with family can be quite quite hard yeah
0: I think as well sometimes they that um it's a different generation Mm. as well I find it's always with a different gen like the older generation I find it the harder because maybe they are yeah they're just on a different wavelength yeah because of their history and how they've grown up and I find that more and more I'm surrounded by people that are self-aware and when others that you're engaging with are maybe not cultivating this kind of inner understanding awesome that's totally fine but then i find when i do exercise a boundary they're the people that i've confined are the most difficult to be honored mm. and respected in that boundary in yeah that's like, interesting this is almost like misunderstanding of like me doing this they I, almost like a inability to see that me doing this is taking care of me and um, them at the same time I almost see that they, they miss that step yes whereas with others with friendships and work relationships that step is seen yeah. and understood yeah Yeah. I think there's like and that's where the guilt comes in because the comments that come back are not supportive absolutely yeah, yeah. And so and then I the guilt
1: stems up. as you were saying like around the labels that we give each other mm. as well um I can definitely like name a few that I i have for myself like around being the good daughter Uh and like the hard worker and i don't know there's probably a hundred others but those spring to mind um and how those have been like quite leading forces in who i am as a person Mm. and sometimes you have to like change the label or just who you are really like of course we always will show up as different versions of ourselves in different scenarios um but ultimately and hopefully you show up as who you are and who feels comfortable in that moment um rather than this kind of boxed in situation and so as I've been unraveling or kind of knocking down the walls of those confines of those labels like I've been discovering who I am as well and Mm. I think that can be confronting to people as well to kind of see you um shine so brightly it can be confronting when maybe they haven't done it for themselves yeah um yeah and that doesn't come from, like, an ego place of, like, look at all the work I've done, but it's just, like, a, something I've noticed that it can be confronting for people to to see you own all of yourself. Yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: I agree. Yeah. I
1: agree.
0: <laughs> um, we also spoke, you mentioned as well earlier, how sometimes we create boundaries around our menstrual cycle. Yes. And that there are, like, these beliefs that we have about who we are and how we be at certain phases of our cycle.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's such an interesting thing to notice because until we're in that moment on that day, in that hour, like being present with ourselves, we don't really know how we're going to feel. And mm-hmm. so we almost project onto ourselves these these beliefs that are looping. Like I was saying, these thoughts that we have, oh, on day one, I feel X. And it's like, well, until you're in on day one, you don't really know. Like you might yeah. know that your energy is lower or that you don't feel the same as you usually do but to to kind of label these certain days this is where that rigidity can come in was there more you wanted to say on that
1: um yeah i think like for me i was kind of thinking about it in like the opposite terms because um I don't think I had that awareness of my cycle for a really long time and so I didn't set those boundaries for myself but now I can also see like what you're saying as well like for example last week I was on day one and I had to show up for work and I also had to show up for a social commitment that I'd made like a few weeks prior and I was dead after all that like the next day I was just a shell of a person um but I had fun like on the thing that I showed up for and you know obviously work you have to show up in that way you know? unless you're not well enough and yeah then take yeah. a sick day But like I you was know? well yeah. enough to show up yeah. you know what I mean um and so it was a thing where I was like oh, okay like I actually was able to be there and have fun and not I wasn't in pain which sometimes it comes sometimes it doesn't so it it is that thing of like being able to be like okay today I can actually do that thing but I know for myself that even if I had been in pain I probably still would have shown up for this thing Mm -hmm. because It was a commitment I'd made. And so sometimes there is that thing of like, oh, maybe I need to be a bit more conscious of that. And I don't know, it's this this constant dance really of like, you don't want to let people down as well in your commitments that you make. And you want to honour your word because that's something that's important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I also let myself down sometimes because of that. Yeah, I think
0: at the end of the day, who the most the thing that we want to you know do we want to let ourselves down I think yeah. it's okay to let others down so long as we're not letting ourselves down yeah. like at the end of the day like no one else if we let ourselves down it's a big thing it's funny yeah. though
1: because like I also feel like I let myself down by not showing up well that's it too yeah yeah because so I then know you like, gotta have fun which one yeah. is gonna be more letting me down so you know? interesting <laughs> yeah um, Anyway, that's an insight into my brain.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love it. And I think as well, this sort of thing as well comes with like, it's something I noticed in myself a few years ago with like my evening and morning routines. And it's like Mm -hmm. where the the structures or the habits or the systems, it was almost beliefs, like beliefs that became, that were set as boundaries of like, where were these actually sapping the fun away and the ability to just be and creating almost more stress and more rigidity in my life like okay it's this time tv needs to go off you've got to yeah. shower you've got to eat quickly you got to get to bed because often I teach late so and I would be like oh you know got to do all these things quick because you've got to get up early and it's like would I this is back when I used to teach in the mornings and it's like it would all be such a, a stressful situation to get to bed Quick, as quick as possible. So I could get enough sleep, which was the boundary was like, get as much sleep as possible. Don't stay up watching TV and get sucked into like binging TV because you need to get up at 45 in the morning. But also that kind of like rigid, like n- 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 evening routine of like get everything done, not rushing, but as quickly as possible. So I can get as much sleep was not conducive to a relaxed sleep at the same time
1: yes you know and as you were saying that I was kind of thinking about my example from last week and um yeah it's just this thing of like I know that every week it's not going to be the same and so like can I give myself this chance to have a bit of fun every now and again when I'm on day one yeah and yeah like then the next day I need to rest all day and that's also how I can show up in order to love yeah. myself in both ways yeah. you know like um I know that if I had something on the Saturday then I would have just like it wouldn't have worked yeah so in
0: that yeah. moment the boundary is okay I've agreed to these things yeah stay one I'm aware of my energy I'm aware of my dip that next day whatever day it was yeah. is for me Yes. it's for me to recover and recuperate and just marinate yeah. nurture myself which is what
1: i did yeah. and so i mean this is a very practical example so it it is what it is but like there are these kind of like nuances yeah. when we are setting these boundaries and i think the cycle one is an interesting one yeah um because it it obviously comes every month and um well, if we're lucky and you know, everything's moving in the right way. Um, and sometimes, yeah, we do kind of get in these rigid patterns of like, Oh, I must go home now, or I need to do this. And we strip ourselves of joy as you were saying. Um, so yeah, just noticing like which one is of higher importance for you in the moment. Yeah. The presence, I think the
0: presence is a big deal here. It's like being more present. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day like when I was working those early mornings what really actually needed to get set was a different work boundary and stating what I needed to myself in like my schedule and yes. then communicating that to wherever I worked or wherever yeah. was like to change that as opposed to just trying to like rush to bed yes. as quickly as possible where I knew I wasn't going to get enough sleep anyway yeah yeah but can I just enjoy my evening and know okay I wasn't gonna get and enough also, sleep
1: like how are you showing up as a teacher the yeah. next day well, as well true. like there's yeah. this kind of quality of like I know I keep banging on about it but like the love piece like really sticks with me of like, like it. yeah um you know in that situation you're not feeling the love in terms of like your sleep routine and then also like how are you emanating that to when you show up to your work yeah. the next day. Just like
0: exhausted and yeah. shell and yeah. can't show up properly and um oh that's something I was gonna say. And it has gone. <laughs> it has gone. My thoughts are very fluid. Very fluid. Yeah. I think, oh, that's what I was going to say. It's like this sense that was also another identity I was holding where I was like, are are other people going to judge me for being a yoga teacher that doesn't want to get up at
1: the crack of dawn at
0: 4.30 in the morning to go and teach the 6 a.m. class? And I had to really be like, you're not less than if you don't want to do that and really remind myself we are all built and designed very uniquely and differently. And it doesn't make me more or less or anyone more or less of anything. And, and it's I like think that was that identity piece. I think piece. that's
1: also like why boundaries are so f- can become so fluid and mm. need to be fluid because yeah. our identity is constantly changing. Yeah. Um and maybe not drastically but sometimes we will notice the things that we've kind of imposed on ourselves. Yeah. Um and then we're like, oh, "Okay, I can let that one go. And you know what I did with (laughs) that boundary
0: as well? Once I kind of realized it and clocked it, I was like, cool. I'm not going to do 6am start anymore. I was like, I won't do an early class. And then a few times I took on a cover just to see, is that still serving Mm. me? Is that still correct? Review it. And I was very (laughs) loudly reminded by myself when I did those. I was like, no, no, no. Remember. Like it was a remembering of like, this is why you set that boundary, but it was good to check it. And I checked it a couple times enough to be like, it's just not for me. It's not my body clock. It's not my sleep
1: prototype you know yeah 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 that's cool that you can like go in and like have a little play mm, exactly yeah. yeah and sometimes like it is like a one-off will feel good and like it'll be okay as well you know but yeah but you know that consistently showing up for that it's thing is sustainable yeah
0: yeah and I think as well sometimes there is can be FOMO that comes up from needing to implement certain boundaries that are ultimately going to serve me. But then I get this big fear of missing out. But at the end of the day, I'm like, if I'm going to feel better and be better, I'm going to then, when I am showing up, show up better and be more available. Because yeah. there's like, for me, managing my energy is a is a constant thing. And Same. if I <laughs> don't manage, like we all manage our energy every day. And I think if we don't, we show up to things maybe less than we would like to and not in the way we would like half-heartedly and not in the way we'd like to and I'm like no I want to be able to show up when I do show up so I can't I can't show up for this or I have to create this boundary here Yeah. yeah
1: and I think it's interesting just like kind of talking about all this um it's kind of made me notice that it's like what is your your leading goal in all of this and I think it is like showing up with presence showing up with love for yourself um respect
0: and love for the other people yeah uh, persons Yeah. yeah
1: and it is like oh it is this thing of just like being in the moment with love and respect for the thing that you are creating the thing that you are showing up for um and shouldn't like we all want to kind of get the best of that person yeah. thing situation yeah. Um, yeah and also like I also want the best for that person as well yeah so and
0: we should want the best for ourselves as well it's yeah. it's taking care of ourselves I think at the end of the day boundaries take care of us take care yeah. of us yeah. and everyone but like it's this active I'm taking care of me yeah I it value makes me, me enough I've, I'm worthy and deserving enough to take care of me. Because if we take care of us first, always yeah. everyone it makes else makes me think of
1: that, um, the Judith Hansen Lassiter, where she always says, like, rest is a gift I give to myself and to the world. Yeah. Um, and I think boundaries do the same. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. They yeah. do. Yeah, I, I feel good yeah. yeah. Same. I feel like we've kind of covered all the areas that we had spoken about before. Um, And as our own little boundary, we're going to take a little bit of time off the podcast. Um,
0: Not too long. Don't freak out.
1: Yeah, we'll be back in May, we said. Yeah, we'll be back in May this year. Yeah. So um, just a little bit of time to marinate on what comes next for our new season. Um, but I guess like a little reminder for people, if they're tuning in after of like where they can find us, so I'll let you go first. So you can
0: find me at TanyaV.com. So that's T-A-N-Y-A-V.com. And that's the best place to find me. And you can subscribe to my newsletter there, which is where you want to be if you want to hang out and know what's going on. And make sure as well to like, like share, rate, review the podcast. Um, we checked out our listening numbers the other day and it was so nice to, to see all of you guys tuning in. Yeah, um, yeah it was really cool. Yeah.
1: And you? Um, and me. Um, so, Agatha, A G A T H A, Carmen, C A R M E N dot com, um, as well as Agatha Carmen on Instagram um and yeah i have a Substack which you can subscribe to there um there's always a monthly newsletter that goes out for free um and if you would like to support my writing further there's a paid subscription offering there as well um and yeah things will be popping up as they as they appear and mm-hmm. present themselves so yeah follow along and as uh, tanya said if you've been enjoying the podcast rating and reviewing um really supports us and others seeing this content that we're creating and then these conversations we're having Um, so yeah thank you for listening to those who have been throughout the whole of season one it's been a real honor to just chat with a really good friend yeah
0: it's been beautiful thank you everyone and we'll see you for season two in
1: may see you then bye for now